Buying or selling a home can be a very complex process and not something you should try on your own. Let the team at Snowden & Company Real Estate lead you step-by-step step all the way to closing. Call Snowden & Company, 601-453-3937. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, give my office a call at 601-485-3811. The back porch of Meridian wants to bring families together again. That's one of their passions. Life is just better when you're relaxing, surrounded by family and friends. Experience life at the back porch of Meridian where you'll find an expanded food line, custom on-site woodwork, and wait for it, ladies, Louis Vuitton bags. Just a reminder that they have grills and accessories, coolers, gliders, and the biggest selection of dry rubs in Meridian. The back porch of Meridian, bringing families together again. Highway 19 North, just past the Rock House. The Rock House Gun and Pond knows assault, robbery, and kidnapping incidents are at an all-time high. It's important for us to be educated and be aware of our surroundings. By obtaining your concealed carry permit and finding the appropriate defense weapon, it creates confidence and lowers your risk of being harmed. The Rock House Gun and Pond can help you find the perfect weapon for your protection. Stop in at 5430 Highway 19 North in Meridian, Mississippi, or call 601-485-5895. Good morning and welcome to Grind, Grace and Growth every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Super Talk 103.3 FM. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind. We try to do everything with grace, with the goals of growth. Brought to you by Snowden and Company Real Estate, Brad Bearfield, Shelter Insurance, The Rock House, Gun and Pond, and The Back Porch. I'm Shelly Whitehead, General Manager of Super Talk Meridian, and today we have the fabulous Amy Lott and her producer, Drew Young. And they are talking today about Amy's new album that she just recorded here in Meridian and all over, right? Yep. Awesome. And I think you recorded it at the Max? Um, we did. We recorded the last song on the album at the Max. I, I wanted to come home and use some of the artists I've been playing with all, over all these years. And also wanted to um, record a song of another Meridian artist, Chris Etheridge. Okay. He wrote the song, and of course he... He was a huge bass player in the Flying, original um, member of the Flying Burrito Brothers, and then he played with Willie Nelson for years after that. An incredible songwriter, and um, him and Graham Parsons wrote this song um, titled She, and it's such a beautiful song, and I had the incredible honor of coming home to my hometown. I was born and raised here, and playing, recording She with Chris's two brothers that are still, um, they live here in Meridian, um, Tommy Etheridge and Joey Etheridge. Okay. And so that was a, just a neat, neat thing to get to do that with us, with Chris's two brothers. So Amy, before we go any further in our interview, tell me just a little bit about your background and how we've gotten to this place. Cause I know you've been working on this album for a very long time. I have. <laughs> um, well, I was born and raised in Meridian and I grew up um, being taught by all the wonderful people here in Meridian. I started piano when I was three. Um, Annabelle um, Boyd Peavy, um, she she taught me on um, piano, which a lot of people took from Miss Boyd. 
growing up. And um, then I um, I was thought I was going to do classical, but ended up getting more into the um, just uh, playing shows vein. Country, country-ish. Yeah. Actually, I had epilepsy, and so I couldn't. Um, I had a, a really hard case of epilepsy as I was growing up from 15 to 30. I had about five seizures a day. So I had a hard time, even though I was doing well on clarinet and piano, I had a hard time being part of the classical world because there was so much pressure for one concert. So I started playing gigs that were, were less pressure um, to be able to play while I, had, um, while I was having seizures. And then I quit having seizures when I was 30. And so I kind of went on this incredible journey of learning, trying to learn actually what I was doing vocally. And, and um, I wanted to, I was writing songs, but I wanted to, to really write a song and record an album. And I met Drew. That's when Drew came in. And about, about three years after I quit having seizures, I met Drew. Um, he interviewed, saw me playing and interviewed me um, on his show called The Porch Sessions that he was doing at the time. And he has taken me on this long <laughs> journey uh, due to the pandemic. We started uh, a couple years before the pandemic and went to Nashville and I got to songwrite and record. And then we met Peter Yarrow, who is- um, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yes, he is the Peter of Peter, Paul, and Mary. And he agreed graciously to write a song with Drew and I and so we were we song we wrote a song with him called Place of Peace and then we were in New York recording the song when the pandemic hit and everything shut down and so we are slowly but steadily just like everybody else in the world getting back on our feet and getting back going and that's that's what you're seeing here is the completion of that album and and the hope to to get back out there and start playing again so well, that's great, and we're so glad to have you in the studio today, you as well, Drew. Tell me a little Thank bit you. about yourself, Drew. Oh, well, so um, as Amy alluded to, I had a, um, a, a video series show called The Porch Sessions, which I filmed in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, I was uh, split my time between New Orleans and Hattiesburg, and I had an old house, um, downtown Hattiesburg, and, uh, and it was great for me because I got to meet all these wonderful talented Mississippi people and kind of bring them on the porch and just do something like this but with the train in the background and everything <laughs> um, and then we decided and our first time we took the porch sessions on the road was to Meridian that was our first time we left Hattiesburg and so we ended up um, meeting Amy at the Mary Hope when, when, when we filmed it here and then we uh, um, Amy didn't um, have a, any sort of formal recordings out and I thought you know Amy should really have some of these out and so we spent uh, some time uh, sort of just, you know, talking about, you know, what were her goals and, you know, what was her influences, what was, you know, where did she want to go um, with that. And, uh, and and I kept seeing that she was a super positive person, but I'm going to, but she kept sending me these really sad songs. And I was like, <laughs> Amy, <laughs> I was like, Amy, you're not a sad person. And, you know, you know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, a very hopeful, joyful person. And so, um and so we just kind of worked on on really capturing that energy and that spirit and that pickup truck going by. And uh, um, like, we don't have trains, <laughs> but we have pickup trucks and no, ambulances. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So uh, so the idea with this was to um, to take um, to honor the the heritage and the canon of Mississippi music, but then create a new heritage and a new and, and a new expression of life and culture and music from uh, Mississippi so that was you know that, that was sort of my goal with this and also to um, shine a spotlight on the inner preciousness of, uh, of Amy's spirit and in, in a musical way so that's great so tell me about a couple of the songs that we are going to 
hopefully get to hear on the air today that you've written that y'all have collaborated on you told me about you give me hope and you've told me about you um i still all believe in you i believe in you um that's a a great story great story drew had gotten me the opportunity to play in um suffolk suffolk england and we went we went over there and played and in the process of doing that we met um tony moore he is a he was a founding member of Iron Maiden, strangely <laughs> enough. But after that, he was um, a member of the Cutting Crew, and they sang that. Um, he wrote that song. Oh, I just, I just died, died in your, your arms tonight. tonight. Right, must have been uh, something, something you said. Uh, he walked up to me. He he was doing. He does a lot for the local musicians over there, and for um, musicians coming through touring over there. And he um, he came up to me and said, "I've got this song that would go perfect." next to you give me hope and it it really does so it was written by him he came um he did the recording with us um i guess we did it yeah he he put the background vocals on in in england so that was really really cool you have that iconic voice from that cutting crew doing the background vocals on it and it's called i believe in you and and for someone feeling down or feeling feeling like they just they're hitting a wall every time they get up and, and try to move forward. It's a great song to inspire you to keep going. And so I'm really I'm really grateful for the opportunity to sing that for him and that he saw something in You Give Me Hope that would inspire him to think that that song would be good sitting next to it. So Well, let's hear a little piece of it. Okay. When everything seems so hard When life isn't playing fair When trouble's always at your door And doubters turn up everywhere Just remember this and don't give it up Don't let it go, you're so much stronger than you know Cause I believe in you and all that you can do Don't turn your back, don't walk away There's magic waiting every day I believe in you and all that you can do I believe in you and all that you can I love it. <laughs> and that that song really kind of goes along with grind, grace, and growth. There's so many women out there that are struggling, that they wake up every day, and we have kids, and we have stuff we have to take care of. We're mentally exhausted, and we're mentally drained. And if you hear something like that, that's just going to give you more inspiration. Right. There's a great lyric in the second verse it's like, that reminds me of being a single mom, when tough is just the way each day starts. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. But so, you have to wake up with that positive attitude. Yeah. You have to just foreshadow that I'm going to be positive today. Yeah. And if you're not, then you're just going to have a bad day. Yeah. So and you might as well wake up with a positive attitude and, and believe in yourself. And, and when you believe in yourself, others believe in you too. Right. And then anybody that does is hearing that and feeling that right this moment to know that I don't know you, but I believe in you. And yeah. so um, that that's what the great thing about this song is I feel like I get to tell people that, you know, that I don't even know, hey, I believe in you, and they might not have heard it that day. 
and sometimes it's hard to tell yourself to believe <laughs> to believe but when you have someone else believe in you that makes a big difference so. I know we try so hard every day and so many of us everyone in their life everyone has obstacles and everyone has stressors and you know just making sure that you know that everyone has their own obstacles and stressors and everyone's dealing with their own pain in some way you know it's how you weather the storm right. and it all depends on your attitude That's right. and um, having a good group of fierce people that believe in you also yep. or being that fierce believer in someone else yeah when, when you don't can't quite believe in yourself it, it'll it'll do wonders too just yeah to be in there for and someone. I have been that person that is like I'm like I know you can do this you can do this anything that you put your mind to you can do it but then at the same time I'll be turning them around and look in the mirror and say and doubt myself and have fear you know and you just have to put it put all your faith in in God or, or whoever and um, you know just keep keep trucking along and I can say too that oh, there's another great lyric this guy is just so great at his words uh, Tony Moore um, it says if only you could see you as I see you and so yeah. that a lot of times we look at ourselves so wrong and so if, if when you're feeling like that just think about how I'm looking at you and it's a totally different picture usually so. like so many women have distorted body images right. or <laughs> when they look in the mirror you, you might be a skinny rail but you might see a fat a fat person right. that you don't like or you might think that you're ugly or you might think that I'm having a bad hair day or the woman down the street she's going to think wow look at how good her hair looks and there's I wish so I had her pressure. figure right. um, and there's so much to pressure to have you know be perfect or to look perfect and to do things perfect nobody's perfect yeah. <laughs> we all make mistakes right. so as long as everyone knows that we all make mistakes we all just need to accept each other the way we are and just continue to be positive and help motivate each other. Another song that you were telling me about was You Give Me Hope. Yep. And this one has 2.3 million views, right, yes. on YouTube. Which was amazing. Well, it's on Facebook. Oh, it's on so Facebook. It was, um, it, was, it was surprising. We put it up there and it just went. Yeah, we were actually in New Orleans and we were watching, watching the a Saints, Saints game, game with, with Ryan. <laughs> right. and, uh, and I was like, Amy, why does your phone just keep? buzzing and buzzing and she's like i don't know i was like well what's going on you know who's calling you and, yep. <laughs> and that all of a sudden it was just like it just the phone exploded Shabam. and, and it, it, it was it was it was really amazing. it was really neat it got about seventeen thousand comments and it was people i realized after a minute it wasn't people commenting to me like great song you know or, or bad comments which luckily it didn't get many of those but it 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 was people sending it to other people and commenting this song reminds me of you or this song makes me think of you. And that, to me, I was like, oh, I've done it. You know, okay, now finally, uh, oh, uh, please, Lord, let them be okay. <laughs> Sounds like my mother. Um, but the the people that shared it, it just it meant a lot to me that it just took me out of the situation altogether. They were using my song to express to someone else, you give, the, you give me hope in times. And it was people in the hospital all over the country, all over the world um, and after a little bit. And so it was really, really, really neat to watch that happen. So. Yeah, it was really neat. And this song you wrote with Peter Yarrow. Peter Yarrow. Not this one. That one I wrote, oh. by, that okay. one I, that one I wrote on my own. And okay. then, um, because of that song, I was invited to play at the UN. The UN, yeah. And that is where I met Peter. Okay. That's how I met Peter. Was, okay. Uh, indirectly, because he was supposed to play and he didn't show up. And this is actually a fabulous story. He didn't show up to play at the UN, 
and we saw that a couple of he was he was ill he he's in his 80s and he he was having some health problems and so we saw that he was playing serendipitously never had played Mississippi before he was playing the Raleigh like three weeks after what the UN was supposed to do so we essentially just cold called him and said hey we would love to host you and have you that evening afterwards and he agreed and stayed with us and um and just became a incredible friend to us and that is really how this whole thing was has been born um I think he was a little interested to meet some people from Mississippi because he hadn't been back down to Mississippi since uh, since the 60s, the 60s yeah. when and he We've was come a long course, way since was, then yeah right. he was dear friends with the, the people that were um with the one of the civil rights people that were murdered so down here so he it, it was kind of a moment of healing i think for yeah. for everybody involved i kind of didn't realize the history of it with him in the car with us headed toward philadelphia <laughs> until it was happening and but um but he's like i said he's amazing he became a dear friend he agreed um he knew i was on this road to learn to song right and somehow we got him talked into his, um, Drew's wonderful words and magic got him talked into writing a song with us and we've become deeper friends since then and just got back from New York from visiting him um, just a, yeah, about, just a month ago, about a month so. ago yeah. great so. and we went and had dinner with him and uh, and regrouped his, uh, when, and, and when his incredible friend that's a whole other story yeah yeah this is incredible Trudy yeah oh my gosh yeah anyway yeah beautiful guy um, and really um, just 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 an amazing Testament to the power of music, but it, as we were just all talking about. I know he hasn't written or released a song. Drew and I, uh, grateful, graciously, I mean, he is the giant of songwriting right in front of us. To songwrite with Peter Yarrow was more to sit at the feet of Peter Yarrow and <laughs> listen to a lot of incredible wisdom. I mean, he just the, the um, experience he has writing songs is amazing. But um, it's neat to hear his words, like, at that age now, the the words that he provided for the song is is kind of just like a reflection of, I don't know. I, you have so many of his songs that were written back in the '70s, and then you have this little tidbit into him and how he feels about things now, especially with the state of the world and the way so much that he fought to change is kind of heading backwards. And so, well, so, do you want to play us yeah, that song? A, play, a little, piece, <laughs> a of little piece of it. It's called Place at Peace. There's a place I want to be Where you are you And I am me Where my fear is gone And my spirit's free Can we find This place of peace I know it's far to that place somewhere. Hope is built that we long to share. Don't be afraid, don't be scared. If you take my hand, we can make it there. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So inspirational. Yeah. So he was a, a he, he's just so beautiful. I'm crazy about him. <laughs> so. I got a quick story to tell. Sure, yeah. All right. So we were in New York and 
was cold and it was absolutely beautiful. We were walking around with Peter, <clears throat> on dinner with him, and um, and Amy said something about you know she'd never been to see an opera. I think I just said I played clarinet. Yeah, yeah, he might have said yeah. yeah. And, he said, and Peter was like, really? And then so Peter just like ran over. He said, stay here. Ran over to the box office and bought two tickets and gave them to us and. He went to the opera. Yes. I love the opera. Oh, my God. And threw us into Lincoln Center and he's like, send us on our way. Yep. It changed my life. It was the most beautiful thing in the world. It was, that's Peter. Oh, you have to. You have to see the opera. (laughs) I love, I love the opera and I love the symphony. I play the soprano saxophone. Oh, you do? Oh, Oh, you know, girl, I'm a clarinet dork. Well, band nerd. Yeah. Band nerd right here, but um, I'm not definitely not going to be playing on the air anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I have a lot of practice I have to do. It was, uh, you know, something. I played the piano growing up, too. Oh, wow. um, And was in chorus. You know, very musical family. Um, So dad always made us listen to Peter, Paul, and Mary. I bet. And, uh, you know, all of those, you know, Stevie Nicks, all those people growing up. So, uh, so tell me about what you have planned for the future. Well, you know, since I'll, I'll take this one for a second and then punt it over to you. But um, you know, since we are out of the pandemic, you know, when when we think about all the things that were that suffered through the pandemic, um, you know, live music and, and and music in general was really really hit hard and also there's a there's a deflation that comes out of something like that you're like oh my gosh i just spent you know this incredible amount of inertia and there's an incredible amount of things happening and then all of a sudden it just crumbles and so you know there's a there's a hurdle with that and so and and i I give that to give some context to what i was saying um which is uh the plan is now um we are um, making some videos we're making some new we're making some new content um, and we're going to kind of drip feed some of these songs out. You know, we live in this moment in time with media where um, it's about uh, lots of um, bits of pieces of information. It's very few, um, th- there's very few opportunities to go out and make it, unfortunately, to make a grand statement with an album. So we're kind of leading up to it. So we're reintroducing Amy back into the, uh, uh, the, the live world in this world. Um, so we're but so we're planning a tour um, that will a little southern tour which would um, you know late July through like mid August and um, and then we'll release material out along there and the ideally the fall we would put out the full length album after we have kind of put out some of the singles again and I want to re-release Hope um, again because as it was just getting its inertia. And it was just getting these 2.3 million um, uh, of Facebooks. We got shut down. So, you know, my thought, and, and we shot a really cool video for it uh, mm-hmm. that actually never got released. It's very fun. You know, we need we need to, we need to do a couple things on it. So, uh, um, so there's a lot of things happening. Um, and then I want to uh, keep recording and writing, of course. You know, so yeah. that's you know, so so we'll we'll continue to do that. And Drew, we're going to interview you on a different show at a okay, different yeah, time because yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, learn yeah. all about you too. Right. You, you seem like you have a pretty awesome story, um, living all over the world and playing with who knows who. Let's see. When I met Drew, I I want to ask Drew for some help. I was so naive. I 
he was in Mississippi. He, I figured he was in Mississippi. <laughs> you know, I didn't, figure, I didn't know, I didn't notice the New York phone number calling me back. And um, then came to find out when I, I was asking someone for some help that had had a lot of help to give. That I had no, I had no idea he had the career he had behind him. So I've been, it's been wonderful to watch and learn about all the things Drew has done over his life and what it, the stuff he's got going now too is, will be interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just love, tell me about your back porch sessions a little bit more. Sure. Let's just touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and I'm going to do a shameless plug because like I said, I am, I am rebooting them. I just recently moved back to Mississippi about three, four weeks ago. Um, and uh, you um, are a fresh, freshly fresh. back. You know, I'm really glad to be back. You know, um, it's funny. So um, I was just in Atlanta uh, this weekend. I played uh Played a show at Eddie's Attic on, um, um, and and it was great to be in Atlanta, but I was like, ah, I'm done with the traffic. And anyway, but uh, um, yeah, so so I kind of again, um, I knew nothing about Mississippi, and so by serendipity, I ended up as an artist in residence at the University of Southern Mississippi, and I had a house in New Orleans, and would just kind of drive over. It's an easy drive, and I drove over a couple times a week, and then I started looking around. I was like, man. Like, you can get a really awesome, cool house here. And I was like, you know, I could just keep my house in New Orleans and buy a place here. And so I did. And so I bought this old ramshackle, <laughs> be careful what you ask for, house that was falling down and uh, restored it. And um, and then I started meeting all these amazing musicians and people with great stories. And I was like, I didn't know about this. So I decided to just kind of share that story. Um and I had one of my best friends in New Orleans is, uh, is a guy named Joel Dinnerstein, and he's an author, and um, and he ran the Gulf South Center. And so uh, he had some grant funding from the Gulf South Center from Tulane University to, to document and archive the music of the of the Gulf South. And so I, was, so I called him up and was like, hey, man, Hattiesburg's the Gulf South. And he's like, yeah, it is. And uh, so we, uh, uh, we were able to piggyback on to the uh, Gulf South. And so we did about. 60 or 70 um, musicians um, um, that for uh, all throughout um, the South. Um, and then we also shot some overseas. We shot some in the Netherlands, and we shot some in the U.K., and we shot uh, several in Sweden as well. So life hiccuped and changed, and I moved, and, and that's a whole other story. And then I'm back, and so um, I am going to reboot it. And so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, and hopefully Amy will be a big of part course. of that. Of course, absolutely. Um, and hopefully yeah, Super so. Talk 103.3 can maybe be a part of it. Yeah. We also have Super Talk in Hattiesburg, too. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, um, so we'd love to be a partner. Well, definitely absolutely. when he comes to see me, he usually comes to Meridian. So yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get back on Mary Hope's porch. Yeah, really. Yeah, In fact, we shot part of that video at Mary Hope. Mary Hope, yeah. Talk about such a neat historic marker that we have here in Meridian, Mary Hope, and Every year, you know, they have the, the trees, and it's just, there's so many neat things I about Meridian. Until I leave, and I'm just back to, I moved back home, and there is, there's just so much, there's so much neat here in Meridian, and then, the, like I said, the musicians that are here, you won't believe the number of musicians that have done uh, amazing things in the musical industry and world that are just right from here from Meridian. You're like, you're from Meridian? Yeah. What? Like George Cummins was just here with you're us. You're from Meridian? Dr. Hook sitting in at News, you know. So <laughs> no, that was crazy. It, it was like, it's great. It's well, and News used to kind of be a platform, still is, still for is. new artists, mm-hmm. up-and-coming artists. Um, I've been there a few times. It definitely and was for me. That is where I got a lot of my, my 
a lot of your exposure and so we need to make sure that news is publicized and that we make sure that people are going to support your local artists i know every thursday night they have an open mic that has turned truly into just all the musicians in town getting up and really? hanging out with you thank you for tuning in to grind grace and growth every tuesday morning at 9 a.m here on super talk 103.3 fm you can also listen to this podcast and other episodes of grind grace and growth on anchor.fm and spotify just search Grind, Grace, and Growth. And please call our studio at 601-693-1103 for advertising information, sponsoring Grind, Grace, and Growth, or to allow us the opportunity to put together a digital marketing package. Thanks, and have a great day.